Welcome back to the Let's Talk About It podcast. Happy Sunday, everybody. I hope you guys have enjoyed your week. I hope it was full of blessings, happiness, joy, and peace. And I hope whatever challenges that you guys encounter, you're able to overcome them or you found the tools to help you get through them. I personally, um, let's just say marriage is hard, y'all. Marriage is definitely something that you have to choose every day, Um, not even just to love the person, but to literally stick through it and be in it. So I'll give you a little context. Uh, Me and my wife have been married for a year. We've been together for three years and we, you know, we've gone through our ups and downs. We've gone through things that have helped us become stronger. And we've gone through things that could have easily broken us apart. And um, I'm just thankful to have someone that has chosen me through my faults. And I'm thankful God has instilled the want and the courage to stay with someone in their faults. Um, this past couple of weeks, we have been challenged. We have been tempted. We have been um, just going through the ringer with, you know, the difference between our personalities and where we are right now, mentally, emotionally, with having a baby, with, you know, growing because in a marriage, each person individually grows at their own pace. And you have to be willing to grow with that person. You have to be willing to learn that person and to decide that even though they're changing, they're still the same person that you fell in love with and that you want to continue to spend life with. So I, you know, I basically have to learn how to, hello. Hey. I think I just need a half a pallet. Okay, I'm just gonna look at it. Have you, uh, and did you find a store close to you? Yeah, it's off 1960. There's one in Tomball, but we've been able to communicate with the one off 1960. All right. I got a pack, I got a sack of, uh, uh, topsoil with fertilizer. Okay, I'll put Okay. Okay. Bye. Sorry, you guys. That was my mom. I'm about to start laying down grass and um, she's about to help me lay down grass. And um, I've created this garden. I'll get into that next. So just bear with me. Uh, back to what I was saying, though. So we have we have been tested. We have been tried. We have been going through challenges. And one thing I've had to explain to my wife is that no matter how angry I get, no matter if I need a moment away, if I need to take a beat, I have committed my life and committed my love and committed myself to her. So that doesn't mean that because we had a difference or because we have to go to therapy to fix our issues that I'm going anywhere. Like I, me personally, I don't believe in divorce because, you know, my parents are have, have been divorced since I was I don't know how old it's been a very long time. And I just always felt in my mind that either I wasn't going to get married because I've 
you know, witness divorce and, you know, witness how it could possibly tear a family down. But I've also decided that if I did get married, divorce was not on the table. Like we weren't even going to discuss divorce. Like we're going to work through our differences. We're going to work through the growth that we are um, going through individually and we are going to always include God in our life because he's going to get us through everything that we could possibly face. He's going to um, help us individually understand each other. And I never thought, like, I knew eventually, you know, we would go through hard times or we would go through challenges, but I never expected it to be so early on because, you know, I, I assumed that we were still in the honeymoon phase. But I think the best part about this is that we get to figure out how to fight these issues together instead of fight one another. And I say this, but a lot of the times I'm the one fighting my wife. Like I'm the, not physically, of course, I'm, I'm the one upset or I can't communicate or I can't form my words in the right way to be empathetic or sympathetic to a situation. And sometimes my anger gets the best of me. So knowing that that's something that I have to work on. And that's something that I have to communicate with her. Like, this is where I am. This is who I've been, but this is not who I want to be going forward within our marriage. This isn't what I want our son to see. And I want to be able to give her the type of love that she deserves. And I also want to get the type of love that I deserve. Um, we, we have to be able to remember that we both played a role in where we are right now, whether it be positive or negative. And I think taking ownership of that and listening to each other really helps, really has helped. Um, I being married and having a child and having a life where, you know, we're, we're basically on a regular routine all the time and we're doing things. How can I put it? We're, we are doing things where there's no spontaneous. And I know a lot of marriages have to, you know, keep that spark and, we try to do date night and we we try to do things with each other. And sometimes it's just very hard. And anybody who is married, who's engaged, please go and get therapy, have couples therapy, understand where each and where you guys are within your life personally, where you are within your life as a couple and where you see yourself in the future, because I know like even though me and my wife are going through challenges and we're, you know, we're having these disagreements more than once a month now, um, we both have the same goals. We both want to continue to love each other. We both want to build our family. We both have the same dreams for our family. And right now, I think it's just a matter of us figuring out who we are individually and how we could continue to love each other as two people who are con who are always going to grow. 
Um, and as I mentioned before, I have ADHD, so I'm always doing something different and I'm always like trying to do other things or I can't sit down or I'm making impulsive decisions. And she has loved me through that. She, even though it may annoy her, or I wouldn't say annoy her, but it kind of gets her anxious too, because I'm, I'm so impulsive and I, I'm so like get up and go and doing something sporadic, but she loves me through that. She she listens to me. She understands me. And a lot of the ways she teaches me how to do the same for her. So, um, and I also want to say I've had to learn through this week that people that you have cut out of your life when you you know decided to go on a narrow path or you decided to be completely committed in your life with maybe marriage, uh, maybe being sober maybe um, just being a better version of yourself. Unfortunately, we can't allow those people back in our lives when we're no longer who we once were. Being cordial, saying, hey, how you doing? You know, what's up? And hope all is well. That's one thing. But to include someone who only knows you for the person that you've pruned off pruned away from, or you, those layers of you no longer exist, you can't really include them in your life. And that's what I had to learn this week um, with my wife and just really understanding that I may see that as manipulation where she doesn't, she doesn't want me to be around the people that um, I allow to cause issues in our relationship or she doesn't want me to be around people that she knows that if I go out with them, I'm going to drink and lose track of time and not come home. And, you know, I have this different life and I have to respect that. And it took my mom to really I give me an eye opener and, and understand where she was coming from and understand that it's not all manipulation and it's not all control, like a control aspect from my wife's point of view. But, you know, the devil will use people to ruin the progress that you've made. And the devil will use your insecurities or the devil will use your your subconscious in the back of your mind telling you, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that. But you know that that's not what's best for you. He'll use that, that people, emotions, thoughts to ruin something great, to ruin the person that you blossom into. And I don't want that for me. Um, I, I cherish my marriage. I cherish the life that we built way more than I cherish the people that I've um, walked away from in my life. And sometimes it's hard to admit when the decisions that you've made were best for you. And then when someone holds you accountable for the decisions that you've made, when you're trying to change, you know, the path that you're going down, or you're trying to kind of shake things up, but they're holding you accountable for, for being a better person. They're holding you accountable for making the decisions that you've made. And that's what my wife has done um, through this week of us just really trying to understand what is it that's going on between us? Like we, we don't, argue the way we've been arguing. We have not been fighting these battles together. We have been fighting each other and it has been, it's been a roller coaster. 
But even with that, I refuse to give up on her. I refuse to give up on this marriage. I refuse to give up and allow things that don't matter to ruin our relationship. We are going to therapy. We are making sure that we understand each other's each other's love language. And I believe the love language changes sometimes. Um, especially I always say this with having a baby, like things are just different and we have to conform to our new reality. We have to realize that the things that we did before, the time that we were able to spend together before isn't how it was because now we have a child to think of. Now we either have to take our baby or we have to find a sitter. Thank God. I I said this last episode, I have a mom who allows me and her to go on date night. I have a sister that supports us when we need date night or we just need time away. And we're also trying to learn how to do things on our own. Um, I've recently picked up gardening again. So hopefully my plants don't die, y'all. I I swear, I hope they don't die. But I've picked up gardening again. Um, I made a post saying, you know, I've realized for myself that I can be very self-destructive. And because I know this about myself, I have to find things that give me peace, that bring me joy, and that are safe for me and my lifestyle. And um, sometimes it's hard to admit that, but I, I had to look at myself in the mirror and say, Raquel, you can you can be one self-destructive person. You can ruin everything that you built with a phone call, with a text message, with a, hey, let's go have a drink. And because I know this about myself, I have to find new hobbies. I have to find new things to do. Um, I won't say I have to find new friends or anything of that nature. If God don't bring you in my life, I don't want you. Stay where you're at. I look, I, I pray that, you know, he brings people in my life, a, a positive people that um, that are God fearing and that are willing to uh, or wanting to grow in their life and and challenge themselves to be better. But if that's not the wave that you're on, if that's not where you see yourself or how you see yourself, stay away. We don't want that. We don't want that here. (laughs) And it's just, it's really hard. And I'm speaking on my, I'm speaking for me. You know, my wife isn't here to speak for herself, but for me, it's really hard to to keep myself accountable for the things or the changes that I've made. And I'm just very happy that she has been able to do that. I'm very happy that I can talk to my mom about our marriage and she she doesn't take sides. She tells me, you know, she understands where I'm coming from, but she also sees both both points of view. And she gives me a different perspective. So I can only be thankful for that. And I can only um, hope that people out there that are married have that support system or has chosen to get tune-ups and um, their couples therapy because it's needed, man. Like, Like I said, we grow as individuals. And sometimes when we grow individually, it's hard for us to continue to grow together. So we have to find that common ground and that middle ground to say, hey, this is where I'm at now. 
where are you and how can we meet to in the middle together so we can keep moving forward? And um, it's just in marriage, I've realized, mind you, I've only been married a year, but I've realized there will be good years. There will be good days. There will be good weeks. There will be good months. And sometimes there will be bad years, weeks, months, and days. And you got to always choose to want to be with that person, to want to love that person and realizing that marriage ain't all about love. Marriage, love don't keep a marriage together. Love is what makes you want to get married. But when you're actually married and you're actually committed, love doesn't keep that foundation solid. Communication, understanding, um, continuing to grow, um, learning the love language, those things keep a marriage going. And just knowing that within a year of being married is just amazing to me because it it just gives me the tools to continue to move forward with my wife. And um, I don't know. I think even though it's a very frustrating aspect of marriage, it's such a beautiful thing to know that no matter what you do, no matter what you're going through, no matter the changes, no matter how much you grow, you have a partner who wants to grow with you. You have a partner who wants to learn the new you and who will hold you accountable for the changes that you've made. Because again, I'm a very self-destructive person and I don't mean to be, But, you know, it's just who I am. And because I know that about myself, I know that her holding me accountable for who I am and who I'm becoming and what the things that I want is nothing but her having my back. And I have to get to a point to where I'm not so defensive. I have to get to a point to where I'm not battling her when she's just trying to be my warrior, you know? And I think a lot of us, we do that. We we fight the person who loves us when they're just trying to be a warrior for us. They're just trying to be there and help fight our battles. And that's what marriage is. And it may not be spontaneous. It may not always have that fire and that flame, but there are moments where you get that spontaneous, you get that spark and you get that flame. And you have to remember those moments when it just seems like, I don't want to say like the marriage is boring, but you're just like, oh, we're just doing a routine. We're just going through the motions. You got to remember like you, you, you decided to be with the person who gave, who once gave you those sparks and those flames and that those butterflies. I still get butterflies with my wife. Um, but you know, sometimes it's hard to remember that when you're going through, you're going through shit that just doesn't make sense. And you just want, you just want to be happy. And sometimes what I've realized is when my point isn't conveyed or received or isn't understood, I get angry. I get I get ugly, y'all. I get ugly. And I'm working on that. I'm really, really working on that. And I think 
as I've always said, like your relationship with God, you're always going to be working on your relationship with God. I'm still working on my relationship with God, but just as well as you work on a relationship with God, when because you want to build a foundation, you want to know him, you want to love him and you want your heart to be as pure and honest with him. It's the same thing with a relationship, your marriage. Like, I want to understand my wife. I want my wife to understand me. I want to be able to say, okay, we disagree. We agree to disagree and move on. I want us to be able to be honest with one another, with one another and trust one another and, you know, make decisions together. And sometimes I'm a, I'm a thought of that. I may make a decision because I think this was best for us. And then I go tell her and she's like, well, you didn't talk to me about it. And that's one, because I'm an impulsive person. And two, because a lot of the times it's not anything bad. I'm just thinking that I'm doing what's best for us. So learning who you are, learning who you are becoming and taking a look in the mirror and saying, who are you in this marriage? What does love look like in this marriage? What does love look like in the future in this marriage? And deciding that, okay, I have the answers to those questions, but I'm still going to love my wife or my spouse in this moment, even though I don't get him or her, even though I don't understand why we're here, even though we didn't cuddle last night because we have a four month old baby in the middle of us sleeping. And, you know, the the intimacy isn't there. We're going to get that back. I know that, you know, over time, we'll find our way back to each other in that in that aspect. And we have to remember the moments where we sit up and laugh and watch TV and we take a walk together or we go try a different restaurant or we we the times where we travel. Remember those small moments because they matter. Those moments will help you get through the moments where you may feel bored or you just may feel like what's going on in the marriage. I don't feel sexy. I don't feel wanted. Um, All of those different emotions that it's not that they don't matter, but those are emotions in the moment. And as long as you communicate how you feel with your partner, with your spouse, and they're, both parties are willing to work on how to fix it. You got you a keeper. You got you somebody who wants to be your warrior and you want to be theirs. Um, and it's just crazy because even, even me saying this now, I have to make sure that when I end this recording and I walk out there and I'm with my family and we're doing what we're doing, I have to remember that Raquel, remember what you said. Remember that she's your warrior. Remember you want to be her warrior. Remember that times are hard right now, but it won't last long. Like we got a lifetime to go, God willing. God willing, we grow old together. And we're still going to be growing and learning each other every day. When you stop learning your spouse, Something wrong. When you when your spouse spouse stops growing and is complacent within themselves, something's wrong. 
something needs to be evaluated. Somebody needs to talk and say, okay, well, what is it that you want? And that's another thing. You gotta, you gotta ask your partner, what is it that they want and what is it that they need from you? I had to ask my wife, like, what does my love or me loving you look like for you? What do you imagine it? And, you know, we're still working on trying to figure that out in a healthy way, but we got to know, like, what does it look like? Because if I'm not giving you the love that you think that you're supposed to be getting, then you're not going to be happy. So to my married couples out there, to engaged couples out there, talk to your partner, create a safe space for your partner. Don't involve people who don't support your unity. Um, and allow your heart and your mind to be open to changes because a lifelong marriage, a, a long lasting marriage is going to change just like the seasons. So I send my love, I send my, my peace, my joy and my vulnerability to you guys, because this is not easy to talk about coming on here, letting you guys know that, hey, my marriage is going through something right now. It may not be, um, we're not on the brink of divorce, but it's tough. It is very tough, you know, and to think that we're going through these things and it may take a while to fix, but I vow to put my work in when I said my, my, my vows to her when we got married. And I continue to want to put the work in and I want to continue to respect her and build with her. So if you guys have that mind frame where you want to work it out, you want to build, you want to keep rebuilding because these these hard moments will tear down some good things that you guys have built over years. So if you know that that's what you want to do, keep going. Don't give up. Be each other's warrior. Be each other's confident, hold each other up when one is falling. So again, I send my love to y'all. Um, marriage ain't easy. It's hard. So if anybody's out there that's trying to get married just because you got it on your bucket list, it ain't for you. Um, and keep God in your marriage. God is going to hold that unity for sure. So I thank you for tuning in. Um, be sure to tune in every Sunday and I'll see you next episode. Bye. I'll see you next episode. Bye. I'll see you next episode. Bye. Um, marriage is hard. That's all I have to say about that. Marriage is really freaking hard, but it's something I wouldn't trade for the world. I wouldn't trade it. I love her. I love my family. Um, I don't know where I would be without her. And I know we'll get through this because we got shit to do. We got a dream to accomplish. We got goals to accomplish. We got this. Be your partner's teammate. Don't be, don't be your partner's enemy. Note to self, Raquel. All right. I'll see y'all next episode. Now let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs>